Hello, ladies and gentlemen, cool cats and kittens, bros and sisses. This is episode number 13. And man, the social media warriors have a good one for you today. We have one of the funniest people in Columbus as one of our guests. Am I wrong, Rob? You are not wrong. We have the wonderful Sean Wright, who I met at Columbus Improv Comedy Meetup and is a regular performer at Hashtag and a member of Brainstorm. Give a big hand to Sean Wright. <laughs> it is Welcome awesome to, to our show. Here. Thank you for having me. And you're here on like a pretty exciting day because we just found out this weekend that we've been renewed for another season. Oh, yay. Whoop, whoop. Congratulations. Yes. Yeah, the Thank governor you. came out and said that we're going to have a uh, stay safe at home order for the next month, which means that we got eight more episodes of Alternative Packs <laughs> Social Distance Warriors coming out. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> I actually heard through the grapevine that he's a huge fan of the podcast, so uh, it's so good that he keeps delaying opening the state up so that we can continue producing this. So I don't know if it's true or not, just a rumor I heard, but if you're listening now, that's how good this podcast is. Yeah. And I've heard that rumor now too. I have also heard that rumor. You know what they say? If three people have heard a rumor, that means it's true. Yes. But Sean, if I, we've chatted before and, I understand you are between here and LA. Well, at least before all this went down, right? Uh, yeah, I was actually between here and Chicago. So I was in LA for six months and then I was supposed to do Chicago for six months. But yeah, of nice. course that is not the case anymore. Oh, oh man. Yeah. That's, that sucks. Yeah. They, they do call Chicago the LA of the North coast. That's what I've heard. That's oh. true. That's actually very factual. Just kidding. Oh. I've never heard that ever. <laughs> Me neither. Now you have. <laughs> All right. So we, uh, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, you definitely should because for this new season, we're trying out a new format where we go and we find interesting Facebook conversations and we do dramatic reenactments, which we then weave into improv comedy scenes. And we will do that today as well yeah so we've got some awesome uh facebook conversations and i'm gonna go ahead and drop one in for sean and brock to do the first scene octopharmaplasma is a way to save lives and earn money new donors can earn up to 500 in their first month and return donors can earn up to 400 per month 411 center state State B, I don't know how to read addresses sometimes. Omaha, Nebraska, we're open seven days a week, 7A to 7P. Hi, uh, hi, Greg. Uh, I have hard to find veins. Can I still donate? We have trained phlebotomists on staff who work with veins every day. If you know that you have small or hard to find veins, Eating some salty items in your diet the night before and hydrating, 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 hydrating will help your donation go faster and smoother. Thank you so much for that clarification, but 
I'm allergic to salt, so I I really want to donate, but with these very tiny veins and my allergy to salt, I feel that I can't, and I just want to. I want to help. Okay, well, listen, like, that's why I said you should just hydrate, 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 hydrate. That's why I said so many times, so if you'd, like, drink a lot of hydration, it'll still help your little tiny baby bitch-ass veins. That language is... Okay. Uh, I I didn't hear that. Uh, okay, I, I, I do hydrate. I, I can do that, but you said salt as well. Uh, it's some salty items. I can't have any salt. Any amount of salt will make me swell up like a balloon. Uh, maybe you want to know this, but... I had a relative of mine that passed away because they weren't able to get plasma. And I vowed on that day that I would donate plasma too. But it's been really difficult. And I've been drinking soda all day, so I'm really hydrated. Do you think we can make this work? Oh, Jorge, I am so sorry to hear that you lost a loved one and they needed plasma. And like, it's really nice of you to want to donate your plasma. Um, but I'm also kind of sorry that you're allergic to salt because like Funyuns have salt on them and they are so good and they would probably really help you with your little baby veins. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know what to tell you except for just drink. And I mean, honestly, if you're saying you get bloated, that might actually make your veins kind of get bigger. So I think you should want to risk it if it means honoring your dead relative. If if you could look me in the eye and tell me that there's no serious complications for me bringing my baby bitch veins into this procedure and donating this plasma, then I'll trust you and I'll do it. But I need you to look me in the eye as you do it. Um. Okay, so my eyes are, like, really wide open right now. So, like, you know, just you know, fill it through the phone, like, okay, I'm here, I'm reassuring you that we have phlebotomists who have been very well trained, and they can, like, get your little baby bitch ass veins to get that plasma out, so you can get your little bit of money, um, and, like, you still have to sign a waiver when you come in, which will make everything that I'm saying null and void, but, I mean, I'm just telling you as reassurance if that helps. Looking at your wide open eyes, they're a very beautiful hazel glaze color. Has anyone ever told you that? Yeah, I get it all the time. Well, if this plasma procedure works, uh, how about I use some of that money to take you out? Oh, so I'm like, you're hitting on me. This happens all the time, too, because, like, I'm the cutest person here. So, I mean, thank you. But um, people who usually donate plasma have drug problems. Um, do you have a drug problem? Uh, I wouldn't call it a problem. Um, so it's a solution? Uh I guess we can figure that out together now, can't we? Um, I'm not really into figuring things out. I'm more of like a make out, give me money kind of girl. So like, 
Well, how um, about you uh, help me find these baby bitch ass veins and we uh, get us some money? Okay, but see, then another thing, like you have baby bitch ass veins, and like, what if that baby bitch ass vein is like also is associated with the part of you that's not supposed to be a baby bitch ass little thing? I guess you're getting really philosophical now. I hadn't really considered that my veins could be a microcosm as of me as a person. I mean, yeah, I talk to like a lot of people every day and, um, you know, sometimes shit gets deep. I like you. Ever since the lockdown, this is the longest conversation I've had. Oh, that's so sad for you. But I mean, is it because your relative is dead and they're the only other person that would tolerate to talk to you? Partly, partly. That's actually, that's mostly it, but I have this plasma, help me get it out, and I promise you, I will show you the time of your life. The time of my life, how do you even know that I already haven't had the time of my life? Like, there's just no way for you to even know that you can show me something even better. How do you know that you have? Um, I've done some pretty wild things. So like I went on a brew canoe at the Scioto Mile and that was amazing. And then, uh, you would like to know, huh? I went to the Pearl and I had an oyster in the short North and that blew my mind. Um, and then I ordered a steak from the guild house and I had it medium. I love my steaks medium too. So, again, so that means we're both living our best lives and having the times of our lives. So, I don't know. It's going to be really hard to top having a steak cooked medium. But a steak is even better when you have it with me. Scene. Oh. <laughs> Third Dutchman in plain sitting, biggest and best, size does matter. Um, Adam, do you know if it's open? No, I'm sorry, I don't know. Last I looked a few days ago, the bakery is, and I think you can get takeout. Thanks for the information. You are always so helpful how do you keep that much information up in that head i always keep my tabs on all the bakeries in town because i care about fresh bread Ooh, fresh bread is so good i love fresh bread it's so hot and fluffy if you don't have your bread at its fluffiest then you're not living the best life you could possibly live which is what i live every single day Oh, you two are so adorable. Everyone knows that fluffy bread shouldn't be considered bread at all. How dare you say something so blasphemous? Yes, we're going to need to turn you around. Uh, well, my last name is Wonder, 
have you ever heard of the Wonder Bread Empire? Uh, yeah, that's my family. So I think I'm an authority on the subject. <laughs> Stevie, your last name's Wonder? Oh, yeah. You know I'm not that other guy, though. I'm way more rich. Tisk, tisk, tisk. I don't care if your last name is Wonder. I wouldn't care if your last name was Wonderful. You will never, ever, ever down talk fluffy bread. Me, a professional fluffer, I take major offense. Jacqueline, you've been fluffing for a long time and you're really good at that, but you can't take what this person says too seriously. It's more about money for these sorts of folks. It's always money with these people. Never about the little man. Where would they be without the fluffer? Somewhere limp. Well, 200 years in the bread industry has taught us one thing, that you have to be able to last from beginning to end. And the moment you start fluffing the bread, you're presenting a faked product that nobody really wants. Stevie, you need to stiffen up, okay? And you can't stiffen up without having the mentality that Jackie over here has. You guys are being way too hard on me. I hope that you understand that. You're being way too hard. I'm only trying to give you some practical advice based on my vast experience on the subject. Well, no bones about it. We're being serious about this. This is the way that bread should be dealt with. And if you're not being serious about this, then I, Stevie, I think you should leave the local bread club. Yes, I don't think you are right fit for us. You joined under the false pretense that you enjoy fluffy bread. We've talked about fluffy bread for the last three meetings and you were kind of quiet, but I thought it was because you were shy and new to the area. But now I know you're just in here trying to get intel on our fluffing critique system oh. oh matilda if only you knew that the wonder bread corporation actually owns all of these and these are actually marketing ploys to get you to leave and go buy our fluffy brand bread which we make out of the lowest quality materials because again fluffy bread isn't real bread but if you want to buy it we will sell it to you. Stevie, you you're fucking us. You're fucking us, Stevie. And you you can you you can't do anything if it weren't for Jackie. She is a prime fluffer. And if you're trying to fuck us, you're gonna have to do it without her. Yeah, I don't like being fucked around like this. I don't appreciate it at all. I've been trying my best to have the fluffiest fluffing recipes of bread. And here you are again, kicking the little man. It's always about money. The problem always is that people want money, but they don't want the money shot. What are you talking about? I love money shots. That perfect picture of a loaf of bread, the one that you want to put on the side of a piece of bread box if you can't have that beautiful shot that one that makes you all the money what's the point of even being in this business i concur that's a good question for you two to consider for yourselves we don't need to consider anything you need to leave you're never welcome into this bread box again 
<laughs> you wait until Mama Wonder hears about this. I'll see you later, losers. And scene. <laughs> Brian, I'm still working too, but I think mass reopening is dumb. Those two things are not mutually exclusive. Mass reopening is a bit of an overstatement. It's not like everything is back as it was in January tomorrow. People that have the luxury of staying home safe and paid are the ones complaining for the most part. A good portion of us did never get that and have no sympathy of those that are nervous about going back to work. As a subcontractor whose only income since the stay-at-home order has been the stimulus check, please quit your bitching. Pandemic unemployment assistance won't begin to process anything until the middle of the month, and with that shit show of ODJFS has been, I'm not holding my breath on that. I'm not, I'm not bitching, quite to the contrary. I think everyone else needs to quit bitching about going back to work. Some states, as in Michigan, have already been giving the money out. I know people that went from making 300 a week to 900 a week, and they are bitching about having to go to back. All right, now, if they were only bringing in 300 a week, they weren't skilled laborers. They want that extra 600 a week. Learn a trade. Heading out of state tomorrow to get some work. There's a lot of trades out there. There's a lot of things that people should be learning, but I think when it comes down to it, I think when it comes down to it, we just need to, to open open it all up. We need to open this KFC back up. Well, again, as a subcontractor whose only income since the stay-at-home order has been the stimulus check, quit your bitching. Get some work done. Go out and find something to do. Mow some lawns. Keep your six feet. It's not that difficult to pick up an easy trade like that and make some money. It's hard not working. Don't get me wrong, but it's even harder not being able to get that wonderful chicken taco that was supposed to be coming out before everything shut down. And now it hasn't been released. It's been delayed weeks and weeks and weeks. And I've been waiting to get a fried chicken taco all this time. That's the real pain I have to feel every single day. Well, as a subcontractor whose only income has been the stimulus check since the stay-at-home order, quit your bitching. Go to Kroger, get you some chicken breast, get you a tortilla shell from the international aisle, which is usually aisle number nine next to the pasta and the Chinese food, and make yourself some fucking chicken tacos. It's not that difficult. You're not even doing anything else. I feel like you're bringing up the subcontractor thing a lot as a way to sort of make yourself feel bad because I didn't put that addition on the back of my house that I told you I was going to put. But I just... Well, again, as a subcontractor, you should have took my word for it. This is a trust thing, then, isn't it? Isn't it, Jonathan? You think that you can't trust me anymore because I decided not to get the addition on the house? Well, I mean, I was kind of dependent on that income as a subcontractor, and look at us. Both out of work, waiting on money, trying to make things happen that ain't happening, 
and you're just still bitching. A time machine takes us back to the conversation where he told him that he would not be able to hire him for the addition to the home. Hey, Ryan, I'm really excited that you uh, you know, want me to put this uh, addition on your home. It's going to look really, really good and really, really excited. So we're going to get this started next Tuesday, yay? <laughs> the chicken taco got pushed back. I'm canceling everything. I'm canceling, I'm canceling the whole contract. I can't, I can't even think about spending anything now that I can't get the chicken taco. Quit, you're a bitch. What are you talking about? We've been planning this addition for the last 90 days. Jonathan, as as my subcontractor, I really appreciate the work that you've done, but I've just got to say, I'm not in a place to tear the heart out of my house right now. I can't even get the chicken taco that I want. Ryan, I've been spending numerous hours on these blueprints, laying things out for this addition to your shitty house to help you get some fucking money when you try to sell this piece of shit, and you are telling me that you are this upset over a taco? Jonathan, there have been a lot of bad things that have happened during this. People have died. The economy has gone under. People had to cancel their additions here and there. But it wasn't until I heard about the chicken taco, the fried chicken taco at Taco Bell getting pushed back in their release that I really realized how hard this was hurting America. Oh, God. Ryan, you know that I was doing some subcontracting when I was out in Los Angeles, and let me tell you something, buddy. I had that chicken taco, and it tastes like shit. <laughs> Flashback to Los Angeles trying the chicken taco for the first time. Uh, yes, I would like to try that new uh, chicken taco, please. Two ninety nine. Here you are. I have exact change. Okay, thank you. Hmm, let me expect this taco. Hmm, smells pretty good. Lettuce looks a little soggy, but that's okay. All right, here's my first bite. Hmm. Nom, 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 nom. Wow, this tastes like shit. I'm throwing it away now. Scene. <laughs> OMG, this is my fave. Of course it is. Unfortunately, it's the closest thing to live music you've seen in a while. Cat, OMG, girl, I am going through withdrawals. I have to. I haven't been out of the house in so long. Oh, I've forgotten what it's like. I know. Samesies. This is just getting kind of ridiculous. Like, I mean, I can only Zoom so much. I can only... Fucking Snapchat so many people. Like, oh my goodness. Even Pornhub is starting to get boring. Oh, uh, no kidding. People are doing improv on Zoom. It's so fucking dumb. Like, why? Just don't. I mean, I still laugh or whatever, but it's because I'm also, like, sad on the inside. I've been so sad. I... Can't remember the last time I was this sad. 
Actually, I can. You remember when Candace, when Candace left? Oh yeah, she did you dirty. Mm-mm-mm. You told me not to propose to her, but I you mean, know, you know how that turned as out. As your gay best friend, you should be listening to literally every single thing that I say because if you've paid attention to any movie, any pop culture moment, you would know the gay best friend is never wrong. You are never wrong. Like, I know that's just a stereotype, and I don't like stereotyping, but you are eerily accurate. And I actually often think back to the advice that you've given me, and most of the time, you've steered me in the right direction. That is why you're my best friend, after all, Raul. Cut back, cut back to the advice that she gave you. Okay, so, Kat. Candace is a piece of shit. She is going to cheat on you with Rob. Because I saw it happening. Even though it really wasn't happening, I saw it happening. So when we were at Rebecca's house party, they were kind of like looking at each other, even though they weren't really looking at each other. But I just feel it in my spirit that they are going to sleep together um, and she's going to try to hide it from you. So I think you should just cut your losses and not propose. She gave him the eyes? I mean, they weren't like true eyes, but like my spidey sense is like, oh yeah, they're going to turn into the eyes. Did did her eyebrow twitch like like twice? I only saw it twitch once, but because her eyebrow shape is horrible, it might have twitched twice. I'm not exactly sure. Oh no, she has really weak forehead muscles. So if she was twitching her eyebrow, it was very deliberately done. That's how she conquered me. Oh, listen, no. Kat, listen to me. You're a gay best friend who is never wrong because stereotypes are often based on truth. You need to dump her. I I don't know what to do. I, we're supposed to build, we built a life together. I mean, okay, so you're supposed to be moving in together next week, but you still have your place. Just back out of the lease, return the ring, and then pay up your rent for the next couple of months so you can just stay in the house and cry and be depressed. But I'll be there because uh, I'm your gay best friend. So, I mean, I feel like you should just cut your losses before things get too ridiculous. But this cut, to the, cut to the conversation between Kat and Candace. I I know what you've been doing. Oh, babe, 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 babe. Babe, it's not like that. It is like that. I know. I know. Babe, I only got eyes for you. You know that. You know that I look at you in the eyes. And there's no other eyes I can see in that moment. Exactly <laughs> you. Those, I, I want to believe you. I do. I, I see you twitching your eye at me right now. And I know, I know I want to believe you, but I don't. I have it on very good authority that you were giving the eye away. And you know how I feel about you giving the eye away. Cat, that twitch in my eye is involuntary. I do it for you because I love you. But I can't control who I love. If it happens to happen to somebody else, it's not my fault. The heart is a fickle lover. And I follow where my heart and my twitches go. What does that mean? What does that mean for us? What does that mean for the future we've been building together? I think it means that I can love you, but you gotta let me 
roam the pastures every once in a while. I can't control what makes me twitch, but I can control how I act on it. And I want to act on it by banging as many bitches as I can. I... I don't know what to say. Cat, don't say anything. Just say yes. I want you to be happy. That's a nice thing for you to say, Cat. I'll just pat you on the head. We'll leave it at that. Scene. <laughs> <laughs> Right, and that's our show. Thon, Sean, Sean, thank you so much for coming on to the show. Yeah, no, this was fun. Thanks for having me on. It and was does, great. Does uh, I, was, I was talking, Rob. I was talking, Rob. You know what? You can talk. Go ahead. <laughs> I will talk. Thank you very much. Sean, thank you so much for coming on and being such an amazing guest. You were hilarious. Thank you. I had a lot of fun. And uh, before we leave, I wanted to ask, does, do, do Hashtag or, uh, or Brainstorm have any shows coming up that you want to promote? Uh, yeah, so Hashtag, we are doing a show this Wednesday. It's the You'll Want to Stay Home for this. Um, it's going to be a storytelling, roasting, question and answer show. Just go to hashtagcomedy.com slash events and click the link on the website for Zoom and join us next Wednesday. That is awesome. I've never been to any of the. You'll, was it called? You'll want to. You want to sit down for this before. Yes, it's, you'll want to sit down for this, but because we're at home, is you'll want to stay home for this. I love it. That's awesome. And, uh, and be- before we sign off for the night, uh, why don't you tell us a little about our next guest? Oh yeah, on Thursday night we're going to be having JD Lowe, who is a member of Smart Babies, and he actually has a podcast that just launched it had a second episode out today called complex people which is about people who are living in an apartment complex together yeah jd low of smart babies my improv team jd low's my homie and i'm excited to have him on check out his podcast if you haven't yet yeah until next time adios people peace out thank you